What is up, Fathom fam? Thank you for listening and supporting the Fathom Church podcast. Remember, you can always connect with us at fathomchurchjacks.com and on all your social media platforms as well as on YouTube. We just want to let you know about a new weekly podcast that is now available to you called Fathom Beyond Sunday. Very different from our normal sermon podcast, really just um, some casual, engaging conversation on faith, life, and following Jesus between Monday and Saturday, not just on Sunday. This is an important one after um, all, just talking about all the good that um, we've been able to be a part of that God's allowed us to do in 2020 in the midst of really crappy situations and circumstances all around to just be able to be a light. I mean, that's what God wants us to do. And and, uh, and I just want to come and, and process this this verse, Galatians 6, 9, um, from a couple of different levels. Um, I'll just read it. Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Um, you know, in the midst of all these bad things, there's been a lot of good. And, um, and I just want to tell every single one of you um, in the room and listening um, that I'm grateful for you. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of how you've led in this season. I'm, I'm proud of your faithfulness. I'm grateful to God for that. Um, you know, it feels whatever to say it, but, like, I think we need to hear it. Like, God's proud of you. Like, he sees that. Like, just let me be a voice of encouragement to you that he sees not giving up, not getting weary in um, well-doing. Um, and, I'm, I, um, and I know that a lot of us feel the weight of not just this current moment and current season of what we're going through, but the things that are to come. Like, like we don't, what's 2020 going to bring? Um, but, you know, I, I just you know, declare 2021's God's already, like, um, which means we don't have to be anxious about it. Um, if things shut down again, uh, if it doesn't work out like we think it's going to, if this leader doesn't step up, if this leader backs out, if more bills get piled up, <laughs> I I know that God has it worked out already. Um, we trust him. God's got it. And, and I want to remind you of that. Um, and I'm just thankful for this this scripture here, this word uh, used here, the phrase rather of like don't grow weary, is really the same phrase that um, they use to describe a woman in labor. <clears throat> I had the privilege to be in the room for all three of my kids being born, and to um, it's so special. It was like what I thought that experience would look like and what I said it was going to look like and not what it was. And it was, it was incredible. It was an incredible time. But, uh, and Taryn had pretty smooth pregnancies. Um, you know, and I, I know that's not the case all the time, but she had really smooth pregnancies. And, but there's always a moment, even if it's a quick, um, delivery, um, that there's weariness, you know, in pushing to, to deliver. And it's where that exhaustion sets in. Like I've been getting, you're living off of adrenaline in moments. And, and I think a lot of us have probably lived off adrenaline this year, more than what we realize. And we're probably more weary than what we've even thought about in a long time. And as we take a minute to slow down sometime in the holidays, it's probably going to set in that we're really, really tired. 
Um, we're emotionally tired because we've lifted a lot of people up this year. We're physically tired because <laughs> things have been shifting constantly in the pivot. Um, and the harvest is hard. <laughs> you know, it's hard to work the field. It's hard to, to do that. And I think for all of us, we got to be honest with ourselves in these moments and, and, and say, I'm tired. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm weary. Um, you know, and, and I, I think just thinking about that delivery process, um, you know, that exhaustion sets in, but the job, <clears throat> but the job's not done. The job's not finished. Um, and you still got to press through somehow. I know the baby ain't born yet. I know we ain't there yet. But you're somehow going to have to, like, press through um, and not not grow weary in that moment because what she's giving birth to is going to be greater than the pain that she endured. I, I love talking to moms two years after they've had a child and they're getting ready to have another one, or they're thinking about it, and like, I don't even remember the pain. Don't even remember the pain. I mean, that's easy for me to say as a man, but I've heard many a woman say this, many a woman say this, that because it, it, it just gets outweighed by the joy of what they receive. It was so much greater, and they, you know, uh, take that in, any day, and so we, we've got to keep pushing, because God is birthing something in His church, like... God is bringing something forward through all the struggle and all the weariness. He's He's going to bring something forward um, where we won't remember any of the pain of it two years from now. Um, and I'm I'm excited to see what God's going to bring forward. I think we just shared a bunch of wins in the room of some of those things we see God doing. Um, but I just want to tell you, He's just getting started. He's just getting started. I, I think we're just... We're, we're living out the birth pains in many ways in 2020, and I uh, know that he's bringing something forth. And I just wanted to, to bring a, a quick um, teaching to you. Just like if we're not going to grow weary, then I think we need to learn to do these three things. If we're not going to grow weary, we need to learn to do these three things. The first is to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Um, I take this phrase clearly from 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6, when David encouraged himself or strengthened himself in the Lord. Um, it's important to know the context of what he was facing there to really bring that to light. Um, they had, <laughs> they were in war, they were in battle, and uh, as are we in a spiritual battle. And, um, it's fall. He says that phrase following the capture of Ziklag by the Amalekites. The scripture says in 1 Samuel 30 that he, um, that Israel had gone, they had taken, David had taken the troops to join with Philistine, which, the Philistines, which is kind of funny considering the whole Goliath thing, but they, they go and they're joining forces with them um, in another area. And while they're away from Ziklag, they're home. At this time, while they're away from there, their home gets attacked. Their wives and their children were taken captive. They take the city of Ziklag. Um, <clears throat> and they're mourning. Like the previous verse is just talking about. They've wept till they can't weep anymore. They're, 
their morning. They're tired and they're weary. Their children, their sons and their daughters, and their spouses have been carried off. Um, <clears throat> and he, he ain't got nothing left. He just feels like he's got nothing left to give. He's tired and weary. On top of all that, um, now the people want to stone David to death. <laughs> right? So he feels like a failure. <laughs> Family's been taken captive, and now everybody wants them dead, right? So we think we got to shoot, <laughs> right? I mean, he's in that moment. Like, I got nothing else to give in this moment, nothing else to give. And the scripture says, but he encouraged himself in the Lord. He strengthened himself in the Lord. Um, it's, it's that narrative that leads up to that. We, <laughs> Every single one of us, on many occasions in our life, we're going to reach the point where we have no other strength to offer in our physical, emotional, natural being. We have not, nothing else. We're going to reach a moment in there. In our parenting, in our ministry, in our marriage, where like I've got nothing else to give and to offer in this moment. And I am reliant 100% on God himself. And that's where David was. Mm-hmm. And if for anybody listening or in the room that finds themselves there, like... That's enough. Yeah. He's enough. Like he has enough strength for us, yeah. and this can be a defining moment for how our spiritual life looks from the rest of the stick forward. That like I can actually operate out of his strength, yeah. not of all this other strength I've been trying to operate out of in March fourteenth mm-hmm. of two thousand twenty. March fourteenth. Of 2021, we can operate in a very different way spiritually because we learn to strengthen ourselves in the Lord and rely on Him. Um, when nothing else will do, we keep keep ourselves armed with the armor of God, as we've made mention of in our threads this week, because um, it's a reminder of who we are and whose we are. It, it's to keep ourselves from getting discouraged and weary by putting on that armor every day. And so, just remember, like His presence is a gift to us. Um, we can be still and know that he's God, as Psalm 46 says. Um, we can enter into his courts. We can long, our soul longs, even faints for the courts of the Lord, as Psalm 84 says. Like we can, His presence is a gift to us. His word is a lamp to our feet, as Psalm 119 says. He's a gift to us. We can lean in and receive that and encourage ourselves in the Lord. Um, but can I be honest with you? When it comes to being weary, I've been at points in my life where I can't even encourage myself in the Lord anymore. I'm so in, I'm so tired. I've preached the message to myself, and I'm just exhausted and spent. Where like it, it it's not helping. And I've had to to look to moments in which that God's given me the body of Christ. God's given me people in my life, and that's the second thing, if we're not going to grow weary, that we've got to actually receive the encouragement and help of others. Not to hear the encouragement of others. To receive the encouragement and help of others. Um, There is a major difference. One hits our ears, one hits our soul. And there's an actual impartation that takes place, but um, to be able to receive it, we can't be prideful. 
Because um, humility is not just a place like we achieve, like it's a constant pursuit, like we're always going through. And what I've found is that pain, exhaustion, will expose pride, yeah. exasperate pride, mm-hmm. or eradicate pride. It'll expose pride, it'll exasperate pride, or expound um, exaggerate pride, or eradicate pride. And I, I believe the choice is ours if we daily humble ourselves mm-hmm. before the Lord in our own soul, just lower ourselves before Him. Um, through our relationships. But that's what Philippians 2 says. In your relationships. Have that same mindset of Jesus. Who did not entitle himself to all this. But he lowered himself. And what did, was the promise of scripture. That Jesus modeled in perfection for us. Is that he will raise up those who humble themselves. Um, and so if the pain is the exhaustion. Is weighing heavy on you. If the weariness is weighing heavy on you. Let it be a time that God will eradicate pride in your life. Yeah. Where I can do this on my own, where I'm strong enough, um, where I, I don't need to ask for help, where I can just hear and not actually receive, and I'll be fine. I'll just keep doing my thing and keep going on my own pursuit. Um, God, God wants to eradicate that pride in our lives because He wants to raise us up. He wants to um, to exalt us in the Lord and, um, and bring the harvest of righteousness in our life. So encourage ourselves in the Lord. I think is the first key. The second is you know follows it, which is just receiving the help and encouragement um, of others. And thirdly, uh, this is one we talked about a lot, you know, over the years. It's just setting healthy boundaries. You know, um, sometimes we're worn out um, because we just don't know how to stop and rest. Uh, we don't know how to turn off our brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's. Um, being a workaholic is is something that um, I've lived and breathed and had to fight and tear down. A lot of it was sourced in my pride. Um, but I've had to learn to set healthy boundaries. And I think um, it, it's not just the things that we classify as work, but it's the 24-7 access to us. It's the 24-7 commentary in our brains about everything that has to be done. Yeah, you can lock the door. It's, it's For those of you listening, it's just like that creepy moment when the door swings open because of the wind. Um, you know, and I think in this season of transition that we're in as we're moving, you know, been preparing and planning to move into 2021, everything feels more than what it actually is because the unknowns stir up a lot of anxiety. Um, that need to be laid at the feet of Jesus. Um, Personally, I'm having to say, you know, that doesn't have to be decided today. I don't even have to give it space in my brain today. (laughs) What's most important, Lord? Um, What's most important? Um, Help. And I think setting those boundaries, setting those order of priorities in our life, Again, is not something we do once on a piece of paper. It is something that we have to manage throughout our life of constantly reflecting and saying, search me, oh God, where's my heart? Where's my schedule? Um, help me lock back into what honors you, what glorifies you, um, what's healthy um, in, in my um, walk with you as well as, um, you know, to, to, to lead, you know, in your kingdom. And so... Um, 
you know, for me, a lot of times how I get there is I just got to, I write out, like, here's everything that's on my mind. And just get it all out. I'm like, all right, this is some of the stuff I don't even think about until this day. So I just give myself a deadline to make that decision or whatever and just kind of begin to lay out some of those boundaries for my own mind. I'm not even talking about to-do list. I'm talking about for my own mind. I'd be like, Kyle, you don't have to worry about this right now. Yeah. Let the Lord kind of lead you because you're going to think very differently about it three months from now than what you think about it right now. So I think what gets said later, oh gosh, no, it's actually just a, the end of chapter five is keep in step with the spirit, right? We're talking about Galatians 6, 19 here, but like the, um, the, the pre or six, nine, but the end of, of Galatians five is a keep in step with his spirit. And, and I would just say, keep in step with his spirit as we, understand what those boundaries are and um, hear his invitation to um, be in his presence. And we hear um, and see the moments in which God is encouraging us through others. And we can receive that encouragement and impartation and the help that we need in moments, um, both physically and emotionally and spiritually to, to receive what God's pouring out. So um, I just want to pray a prayer. Um, you know, one more time we prayed in the room, but I want to pray again for you and everybody listening. Um, you know, just that God would keep us from growing weary in all the incredible good that's taking place. We were just reflecting on just all the lives that have been changed uh, this year that we, we don't even have a, a glimpse on. Man, we just have a small picture of how God's been uh, using uh, the ministry that we have together here. So let's let's pray to kind of close out this word. God, thank you for thank you for this word to us, from Paul to this church, who they were probably weary in their own right um, by some of the things that they were going through, God. And, and uh, this weariness is a normal part of of life, God. And, and a lot of us in this year have probably tucked away and muscled through weariness and exhaustion, emotional and, and even spiritual exhaustion, God, as we just have worked to be faithful and trustworthy with what you've entrusted us. God, you see that. I pray that every leader would just be encouraged to, to know that, God, you, you see their faithfulness. You see the, the, the things that, that they're doing when no one else is, is watching. God, I pray that they would be encouraged today and know that you are um, will bring blessing and harvest of righteousness in their lives and in their family. God, I thank you for the story of, of David and him encouraging himself, God, to know that when we don't have anything else to give, God, you're enough for us and we can encourage ourselves in you. God, help us to receive the encouragement of one another. I, I pray, God, just for a spirit of mutual edification among our leadership, among our church, God, that none of us are trying to posture for power or position, but God, we just find ourselves as brothers and sisters to build one another up and to receive from one another, to freely give to one another. Um, what a beautiful thing you've woven together in the family of God to give us one another. So we thank you for that. Um, we pray, God, just for wisdom for every leader, for every family to just discern um, in this time of rest um, over a holiday week and uh, the holiday season, God, would we would we find deep rest in you, not just physical rest, but spiritual rest. As we enter into 2021, we enter in differently than what we entered into this year. Uh, we love you. We thank you for all the amazing things you're doing 
um, throughout our body, throughout our city, and in our own hearts. Um, to, to you be the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.